Welcome to Insight Nature Versus Nurture, a podcast dedicated to expanding your perception of what health and wellness really is. So sit back, relax, plug in, and enjoy the ride. All right, here we are again. Insight Nature Versus Nurture. This will be a solo podcast. Um, this one is titled, It's a Holiday, Not a Hall Pass. <laughs> um, this is a topic that I've been tackling with individuals for decades. Um, and it's one that I had to tackle myself on a, on a personal level um, regarding the holidays. Um, it's getting to be it's getting to a point right now where people are stressing about the holidays. I mean, this holiday, of course, is very different. Easter and in the midst of, you know, this global pandemic of COVID-19, it was quiet and reserved and, you know, it wasn't really overdone. Now, that was just in my household. I, I can't speak for all of you that are listening. And I'm certain that there were people that, you know, push the upper echelon because of the stress and the reaction to it and, and things like this. So anyway, we'll get, we'll kind of dissect and get to that as, as we move through this. So the holiday, the holiday is a celebration, right? It's a celebration of what the holiday stands for. It's a celebration of family. It's a time to shift gears and do things differently than you would on a regular everyday basis, the Monday through Friday gig, which makes perfect sense. Okay. So we've got two sides to this coin. We have the ones that, um, really how I put it to them is you don't deserve a holiday. You haven't worked hard enough, right? You have these people, and I'm talking from a nutritional standpoint, I have these people that really just kind of have deplorable health habits. They don't exercise, they smoke, they drink excessively. So the holiday is every day, essentially. Um, they don't manage themselves well. They're, they're, not, um, they're not paying attention. They're not mindful. So these people, they dip into the holiday and it's taking it from 10 to 11, right? So they're like in the red line. And these holidays, they they are detrimental to your health, both physically and psychologically because of the overkill. And the fact that you cannot recover everything between these holidays. So by the time the next holiday rolls around, you're still carrying damage sustained from the previous holiday. So these things start to accumulate. Um, the average North American, you know, puts on close to 10 pounds a year. That's almost a pound a month. And they don't do it neat and tidy. It's not like a pound every week um, or a pound every month, I'm sorry. It's, you know, a weight that's gained over a long weekend, a holiday long weekend or a birthday or like a special occasion. So these things come in and they just kind of cling to us and they stay because we don't, we lack the habit and the habits and the lifestyle to support the regulation of that. Meaning, you know, losing that in which you've gained over the holidays, kind of like a tab or um, um, debt. So if I go on a holiday, I pay for a trip. And ideally, I'd love to or I need to financially have that trip paid off before I go on the next one or have the money put aside again to be able to go on the next one. 
So it's constant, it's budgeting, right? That's the idea. Um, but we don't budget very sensibly when it comes to nutrition and we're paying the consequences for it. People are living way outside their means. So again, like someone who's strapped for cash, someone who is, you know, um, in tough times, which a lot of us are right now because of this COVID-19, but imagine going out and cranking up your credit cards and falling deeper into debt, a debt that's already overwhelming you. And, um, and then what happens is they you you end up putting yourself over the edge, like it's digging yourself deeper into this hole, and then you carry that over. So the issue with this health thing is it's it's very similar to that. If we did what we were supposed to do for the majority of the time, then we'd be able to do what we wanted to do and celebrate ourselves um, some of the time. And that's where a good coach, um, a community that supports that kind of behavior, it helps you get back on track after something like that. So um, the guilt isn't associated with the pies and the candies and the treats and the birthday cakes and the you know libations and things like this that happen. We shouldn't feel guilty for that if we've earned it. The issue is, I believe, we haven't earned it, so therefore we feel guilty for it. And a lot of us adapt the, the attitude or the idea of, okay, let's bury the body. So I shouldn't be doing this. I might as well do it all the way, and then I'll deal with it later. But again, it doesn't, later never comes around, right? Something is always coming up in terms of, you know, us wanting to celebrate or feeling the need to escape from the life that we have that we're not necessarily proud of um, or that we don't necessarily, I mean, we're not proud of it because we don't recognize it. It's not really our life. So we're being told what to do and we're being led around in every direction and we're losing sight of what it is that we really are and who it is that we, we really are. So in these opportunities, we tend to overcompensate. And I often say to my clients and to the groups that I work with, the fastest way to deprivation, or sorry, the fastest way to overcompensation is through deprivation, Right. So if you deprive yourself, then you're, it's like a slingshot effect. You're going to overcompensate. I did it as a bodybuilder. I did it as, um, as you know, when I was anorexic. I would binge and then I would purge. And I would purge through exercise and, and not eating. So I would go days and eat very minimal. And I would exercise as punishment for that. So you have this, you, you create this negative association to food so what's happening to us is we've created this negative association to the holidays the holidays are coming around and it's guilt and then you go to a party and you stick your hand in the chip basket and you have a handful of chips and oh it's a write-off so like an alcoholic you know um they have a saying in alcohol in, in alcoholics anonymous um one is too many and a dozen is never enough so this is the attitude that we adapt is, okay, you know what? I had the handful. I ruined my day. I might as well make a night of it. And again, it makes about as much sense as getting a flat tire. And then, okay, we well, get out and you puncture the other three um, just to make a day of it. And then maybe light your car on fire, right? You know, might as well go all the way with this and I'll start fresh tomorrow. And the damage that we're doing to ourselves psychologically and physically is irreparable. Um, we're, we don't have enough time to, to 
repair that damage because we're not, we don't know enough. Um, we don't have the habits and the time frame and the attention span in which to do it. It could take months, even years to turn that kind of behavior and that kind of internal physical damage around the body as resilient as it is. I mean, you're looking at decades of behavior that you know, can't be fixed overnight. It's not as easy as, okay, I'm saying, you know, I'm sorry, are we good? Um, it just doesn't work that way. You have to build up that relationship again with your body. And it's, it's time-consuming, especially when you've spent so much time off course. So the holidays have taken this kind of stressful turn where people are stressing not just financially, but also um, um, health-wise. They're stressed. They're working long hours. They're not eating properly. They're not eating enough. And... Um, when the holidays come around, we tend to overcompensate with food and drink. And the body, having been deprived, is gearing towards more um, hoarding of these things. It's looking to stockpile. It's not looking to burn through this. Because a neglected physiology and a neglected organism is going to look at that opportunity with all of those calories and those refined foods and storage and late hours and the whole the, the whole thing as an, an opportunity to hoard and store because it doesn't know when it's going to get this opportunity to have this kind of access to food. There's so much inconsistency in our lives when it comes to food, exercise, and positive thinking that in sleep, you know, the four big ones, that the body is going to really just capitalize off that. So you're going to laugh and not want to go to bed and stay up all night and you're going to eat because the eating is making you feel good because the body wants more food to store. So these hormones are starting to course through your body and you just get caught up in the moment and then you wake up the next day with regret. And I see this happen time and time and time again. Um, the only way around that behavior as far as I can see, is your every day in between. Like, honestly, if you really thought about it and you tallied up all of the, all of the holidays, okay, the calendar holidays, then added some birthdays into that, you know, people that are close enough to you that are worth celebrating, um, special occasions that may pop up, an anniversary or, um, you know, a best friend's gra graduation or something to that effect. I mean, you know, you could throw anything in there. You'd be, if you were extraordinarily uh, well-liked and very um, social, 60 days, say 65 just to make it a number, okay? There are 365 days a year. So if those 65 days, and that, honestly, guys, if you really did the math on it, you wrote down every celebratory time of the year out of a 365-day calendar year, how many days are really worth just letting loose, right? And you can even include that week of holiday, like where you go south, right? And, okay, add that all together. You'd be stretched to get 65 days. And there's 365 a year, so my question, and this applies to the healthy and the non-healthy in regards to their association and how they utilize their food. 
is what the frig are you doing with the other 300 days? If we didn't shit the bed or wind get wound up so tightly in those 300 days, then the 65 days would be exactly the way that they were, exactly the way that they should be, way back when and maybe in the future once Insight gets its, you know, um, gets gets you guys to listen and get you guys into this community and thinking like this, okay? So if you're eating well and exercising and, you know, being mindful and, and balancing your nutrition and your lifestyle and an opportunity comes up like Easter or Christmas or whenever and you want to let loose, so you let loose and it's amazing the results that people have when they don't focus on the holiday, but they focus on the everyday. And the holiday is just, again, it's like exercise. It's like activity. It's a celebration of your health. So the holiday is a celebration of your life. And if you're feeling good, your body is feeling good. And chances are if your body's feeling good, you're feeling pretty decent. Your mind is clear. You're not trying to escape or overcompensate. You're looking to celebrate. It's very different you'll find that a little bit goes a long way. But if you do want to stay up all night and shut the party down, be the last one to leave, you're going to recover so much better. And it's going to take a lot less abuse because your tolerance level isn't going to be so outrageous that you're going to have to you know, rev it up to 11, like well into the red, to get that fixation, to get that, that, is, that feeling of of enjoyment, uh, let loose, the relaxation that comes with, I don't know what you want to call it, the buzz, okay, in the moment, those types of things. You become a lot more sensitive to that stuff, so a little bit goes a long way, right? You don't need to overcompensate and have this big blowout, you know, alcohol and drug-fueled party just to feel like you've done something, just, you know, you're so numb that you gotta, you got to punch yourself right between the eyes to feel anything, it doesn't have to be like that, but it's getting like that. And we see it with spending behaviors, people overcompensating with their children and their, their significant others, um, their parents, whatever, because of a year of neglect, the other 364 days. I'm using Christmas for an example, right? So they overcompensate for a bunch of days of neglect. Um, whereas if you didn't neglect that relationship, that connection, then chances are you wouldn't feel the guilt and the need to go out and overcompensate and spend well above what you can afford in order to show someone that you care for them when you could have been showing them every day and not needed to do that. Are you guys following me? So those are things to think about over the holidays. The holidays are not the issue. The weekends are not the issue. The issue is the, the 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 issue falls on the days in between, and this is where insight is so very different than any other platform or program that's out there. We're a community, and we're a community of real people that have and experts mingled in that have this perception of real life. Not you know okay, don't do Christmas this year. Weigh and measure your food. Bring it to turkey supper. Open up your Tupperware containers. And, you know, eat your measured portion of potato and turkey and salad. And don't have any drinks. Don't eat any dessert. 
and be miserable and you know run the risk of not being invited back next year and 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 right we've all done that for the you know desperate need to lose weight but the reason why we can't maintain that is because guess what in another 365 days there's going to be that friggin holiday staring down the barrel of the gun at you right or you're going to be staring down the barrel of the gun at it how are you going to handle yourself you've never done this and you were deprived last holiday so you have two holidays worth of holidaying to get through and everything that you've done is now undone because you missed the whole friggin' point. The point is to enjoy your holidays. The relationship with food is what makes the food healthy. Holiday food on a holiday is healthy for you because of the psychological and the emotional connection. But it's holiday. You can't live like that every day. And if you try to, then eventually you're going to run out of health. The same way as if we, you know, we can't live on vacation every day. We need to work. We need to earn a living. We need to be productive. We need to um, contribute to society. We can't just take, take, take. The holidays, it's a, believe it or not, it's a time to take. It's the time to take memories, right? To make memories and to have something that drives you to live better on the Monday to Friday, okay? I often say that life gives us the reason to be healthy. Nutrition and activity gives us the tools, all right? So the reason and the tools, the two of them are very important because one without the other is useless. If you have a tool but no reason to use it, it's, it's cumbersome, it's in the way. And if you have a reason but no tool, you're frustrated, I mean, you really just want to pull your hair out. And I find that we've got two sorts of people. So to go back and, and roll back a little bit, the person who does not deserve the holiday, all right, you know who you are. And instead of feeling guilty over the holidays and instead of, of you, the holiday taking something from you, you could change that and by focusing on your Monday through Friday you can get yourself to a point where instead of the holiday taking something from you you can take something from it you can take a memory you can take a moment and that moment can be part of you and part of your reason why you choose to be more conscious, more mindful during the Monday through Friday regarding how you treat yourself, right? It's like saving up. If you can save up for something, then you're a lot less guilty, uh, guilt-ridden and stressed when you go and purchase something that you really want. Like if I want a Harley Davidson, I'm not going to go out and buy it if I don't have the money for it. And if I did, that would be irresponsible because the money would have to come from somewhere. Chances are it would be my mortgage or something like that. And, you know, I'm risking losing a lot more, right? Putting myself in a very bad spot. But if I've saved my money, if I've worked hard and taken the time to save that up and I go in and I've got the money saved up for it, I walk away without buyer's remorse, without remorse. I've earned it. That's mine. I could use it or not use it. It's there. I'm not making payments on it, sitting in my garage, stressing about not using it, but yet the payments still come out, 
right? And those payments are coming out of some other place that the money probably should be going to elsewhere. Okay? So those are that this that particular um category of individual is very common these days. And it's not about to fix this everybody who's listening that feels that they're in that situation. It's not about not holidaying, okay? By you not having a holiday or you not celebrating your life, why is there a reason to even be healthy? All right? So don't focus on shutting yourself out of the holiday. Oh, I'm just going to take this holiday off and then I'll get back to it the next one. Um, I'm going to weigh and measure my food seven days a week for three months straight so that I can lose my weight. But then you have what's called the recoil effect and you're like doing twice the damage because of that recoil effect. It's like a, like a slingshot. Okay? So don't focus on the holidays. Don't begrudge the holidays. Right? The holidays are there for you to take stock and appreciate everything you've worked for right? on the days in between. But we really, really, really need to start focusing on the days in between. Developing a structure, you know, a daily routine where you pay homage to your body for getting you through the day in one piece. Um, to be mindful of and, and grateful for the people and the things that you have. I mean, this COVID-19 has really brought that to the forefront for a lot of people. The jobs that they hated so much, now they're sitting at home. And they're like, my God, I wish I missed the people from work. I wish I had that income. You know, you start to see the benefits of a job that you took for granted, maybe. But also, too, is your home now. And you're starting to make connections again with the people that are under that roof, the people that are you know, um, segregated with you in that home. And you're more mindful of the people out and around you because you have to keep your distance from them. So you become a lot more mindful in your life, which is, I, I believe, um, in a previous podcast, I kind of went over um, or spoke on. All right. So those are the things that you need to start focusing on is your day-to-day -day routine. And then on the holidays, you're going to be able to really enjoy what it is. Like that's where everything kind of, where you open the floodgates and everything comes rolling in. Everything that you can be proud of. So if you want to spend money on the holidays, on people that you love, on yourself, whatever. And if you have it to spend, do it. It's your prerogative. You worked hard for that. That's yours. Same with your health. Your health account. Right? You contribute to, to that like a job. And then you're able to celebrate that and spend some of that health account. Because like money, guys, you can't take it with you. And there's no sense. And there's going to be a lot of, a lot of quote-unquote healthy people that are going to be very pissed off when they're dying of old age, surrounded by cats with no friends and no memories. Right? What's the point? It's not, it's not, a, it's not a game where, okay, who can live the longest? Really, at the end of the day, guys, it's about who can live the best. And everybody has a different perception of what best really is. But if it comes at a price that you can't afford, then you need to work harder to afford it. It's not that that best life, that best you is out of reach. It just means that you have to, you, you got to work for it. Everything in your life that's worth having is worth working for. And if you want a good life, you got to damn well work for it. But the thing is, is it's not all work, which leads me to the second category of people. 
the people that are weighing and measuring and go to the gym seven days a week and are in bed at a precise time and they, you know, they don't go out to do anything. Like those people are, are, it's the polar opposite end of the same debilitating disease is these people, they're living, they're existing, but they're not living. They're wound tighter than a Swiss timepiece. And to holiday is not in their vocabulary. They show up to parties, but they don't enjoy the parties. The, it's, um, it's something they have to do. You know, they show up, they, they drink their water, they stand over in the corner, they look down their nose at everybody. Um, they have no fun. They have no conversation other than maybe, I don't know, uh, about, you know, fitness and dieting. And um, they've got, you know, typically either they look totally uh, emaciated, they're, they're gaunt and they look haggard and worn, or they're these Adonises that are chiseled and everybody wants to look like them. But the thing is, is if you had any idea of what it is that they're doing to themselves in order to look that way, you wouldn't want you wouldn't want to touch it with a ten foot pole, and these are the people that I work with as well that are so overstressed about um, about the holidays. Like they're borderline orthorexic, which means that they they put too much emphasis on food and exercise. Like it's almost like they're scared of their food. They're scared that their body is is going to just all of a sudden balloon up like they have to be hyper vigilant about everything and it's almost like a helicopter parent you know we know these parents that bubble wrap their kids and you know do everything for them and don't let them you know outside the door without spraying them down um you know in COVID-19 it might not be a bad idea but typically on an everyday basis we know parents like that and their kids don't have any experiences they don't they, they don't develop anything and they become very anxious and very very weary of the world outside and and not a whole lot of confidence um i see that with these people it's almost like a uh, the, these individuals it's almost like a uh, a false um it's a, a facade where they look like they have it all together but really they're just ready to either explode or implode and the holidays and things like this, they just don't carry any special meaning. So these people, they do it basically out of routine or they do it out of the fear of letting go of what may happen. And when you are when you spend that much time being that hypervigilant in, in that life, you do become afraid. What if I let go? What if I, you know, what's going to happen to me? I'm unfamiliar with that. What's it like to have fun? What's it like to, you know, eat something for psychological reason, not a strategic reason, you know, not because of its macros or micros, but because, oh my God, that would taste good. Or, you know, sitting in an environment where people are, in, you know, eating those foods and uh, um, partaking in that, right? That's... I, I think that's that's part of it. That's part of the whole the whole design is there is a psychological need for food and then there's a physical need for food. And um, these people just get too wrapped up in the physicality of it and they're using food to achieve a goal. 
But that goal is just a goal. Like looking good and feeling good is absolutely fantastic. But the thing is, is that it's not everything. And there's also the connection with people, having a, a, a glass of beer in an environment and dropping your guard and laughing. The biochemical and neurochemical reaction to that could be beyond any salad that you could shove in your face begrudgingly or you know plugging your nose because it's on your diet plan and it's what you sought you know what, what you had projected for yourself um what makes human beings so incredibly strong is our ability to adapt right it's and the ability to adapt comes from our ability to modify our on, on you know on the fly and the body and mind, we're constantly balancing those two. And if we give one more of the power than the other, then you create um, imbalance. And I find that we, you know, there's people out there that eat for purely just taste, color, texture, smell, price range, um, convenience. And those, a lot of those are psychological factors, if not all of them. That's, that's what I call psychological nutrition. Those are psychological macros and micros. And then there's people out there that eat for purely just physical reasons. They eat for proteins, fats, carbohydrates, and vitamins and minerals. And they hermetically seal themselves. And then when a holiday comes around, a holiday represents a breakdown in their paradigm. It represents um, letting go. It represents um, a lot of things that that they're scared of. So like anybody who's scared of something, we tend to hate what we're afraid of, right? We tend to hate what we fear, um, and we tend to look for ways of avoiding that. And what I've learned in my over 20 years of doing this and I'm a firm believer in stoicism, is the obstacle is the way, right? Where you're uncomfortable, that's where you need to go. That's where you need, that's the potential for growth. That's the potential for development. If we double down on what we're good at, we create imbalance, right? We create a very linear organism that has one, one perception, like one narrow perception of reality Whereas you get out there and you broaden your perspective, your, your perspective, broaden your perception, and you find that life is a super highway with all kinds of different potentials, right? You've got a much broader view. And this is, my friends, this is what the holidays are for. It's to change our perspective. It's to broaden our perspective. It's to reestablish relationships and connect with things that matter take stock of what we have that really matters things that things that would leave a hole in your life that you couldn't replace if they were gone these are the holidays and this is what we used to get a hundred years ago when life was precious and unknown and everything out there was dangerous but we did it anyway we were explorers now we live in probably the safest time ever in human history and we're scared of everything and 
we're losing sight of ourselves in this. And this is something that my insight team, um, the community that we're building, these are the things that we address with people. Um, you can't eat your way healthy. You can't exercise your way healthy. You have to find your way healthy. And health is not determined by the nutrition of the food. And it's not determined by the other factors, the price, taste, color, texture, right? Ultimately, health is determined by your relationship and your appropriation of the food, how you use the food. So if you have a category of holiday food, if that food only shows up on the holidays, then man, you got it. And if you have a category of food that is an everyday food and that shows up on the days in between your holiday, you got it. It's not that complicated, people. But it's difficult to apply because, again, we lack structure, we lack mindfulness, we don't have the support, and we're constantly thinking reaction, we're constantly thinking acute. I'll fix it when it's broken, I'll pull myself out of debt when I'm so far in debt that I can't buy groceries. My you know, credit to debt ratio is beyond and no one will give me anything anymore. I can't even borrow money, beg, borrow, or steal. Now maybe it's time I get my shit together and do something. And this is what we think. This is how we think. So if we can focus more on the everyday and knowing that this is a possibility and taking the daily tiny little steps to prevent that from happening, you got it, right? April rolls around and you've got your travel fund and you can just reach into that and you can pick a trip and you can pay for it. And you don't have to take food off the table. You don't have to miss a car payment. You don't have to crank up your credit card and worry about the interest and, and, and. You see where I'm going, okay? So, it is a holiday, it's not a hall pass. Meaning, it is a holiday, so those of you out there that have the chiseled abdomen or spend oodles of time at the gym and billions of dollars on trainer supplements and whatever else, you need to lighten up and you need to enjoy your holiday because the holiday is going to give you a reason and help you balance that other aspect of your life out because you can't run at, you know, it, you can't run with your RPMs in the red forever. And what will happen is, is when you do start to burn out, you're going to look around and there's going to be no one there to help you up. You outran everybody. You left them in the dust or down the end of your nose. Okay? And then those of you that are living life day by day and you're just out and, you know, who cares about tomorrow might not come. Well, if you live like that, chances are it's not. And the reason why the holidays are so important is you're able to look around and it will give you that reason why tomorrow is so important and why you have to do the best today so that you can have that tomorrow and have the quality tomorrow that you need to constantly have the energy to be able to take care of the people that you love including yourself, and show them how much you care, right? There's a balance here, people, that isn't being struck, and we love to point our fingers at external circumstances. Let's blame the holidays. 
Let's blame the full moon. Let's blame, 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 blame. But we need to start looking at ourselves. It's our behavior, right? If you want to go out and buy a Louis Vuitton handbag, go ahead, all right? But it's your fault if you can't afford it and, you know, they lock you out of your house or they come in and repossess your car. That's just, that's pure stupidity. But if you've worked really, really hard and you have the money and you really want that, you go and you get that, all right? That's important. That's a psychological reward. That's a holiday onto itself, if you work really, really hard for the money to do that and you don't spend that money, if you don't buy those things or you know, have those moments, then you're going to be waiting until, you know, and I hear this a lot, waiting for retirement to enjoy the money that you've accumulated. And there is logic to that, but we're taking it sometimes to the nth degree. We're not always guaranteed that retirement's going to be here, Right? So you have to live in those moments, that holiday, this Easter. For many of us, it could be our last Easter, especially with COVID-19 circulating around, right? So wouldn't it be nice to be healthy enough to enjoy this and the people that are in it and be present and be mindful, right? And lo and behold, by having that attitude, you're improving the likelihood of you having another holiday, okay? So anyway... That's it for tonight, everybody. I just wanted to touch on that because, again, um, over my illustrious 20-year career and thousands of people that I've worked with on an individual basis, I've seen all shapes, colors, sizes, textures of people that have different feelings about the holiday, but very few of them have what I perceive to be as the balanced feeling about holiday, right, about the holidays. What are they for? What do they mean? As opposed to how do I avoid them? How do I jerry-rig them so that, you know, or how do I just rip-roar and light them on fire, right? They're, we're missing that critical balance. And you really see how balanced people are when they let their guard down over a holiday or or when they're supposed to let their guard down over the holiday. So for those of you that are listening, keep an eye out for those people. Watch and see. You'll see people that won't let loose, and then you'll see people that just totally unravel. And it's very rare that you find people, and it's becoming more rare, people that just are there enjoying the moment, the people, the feeling that a holiday is supposed to give you. Because that feeling is what you fight for every day in between. Okay? Thank you so much. Um, that's it for this week, and uh, I look forward to... Uh, working with the Insight team and coming up with a topic for next week. If you have any ideas or any questions or want to know more about Insight and this community and what we keep referencing, um, please don't uh, hesi don't hesitate to uh, check out the landing page, the Facebook landing page, Insight Health and Wellness, or um, you could look me up on Facebook, Neil Birchall, and um, send me uh, send me a message or friend request. Okay, thanks everybody. Take care.